And can you create a new account and have a motherfuckers port that shit over? So let me tell you that I tried this today. So Instagram and Facebook are the same company. Yeah. So you can, you know how like you can if you link your up, profile right, you upload something to Instagram, it can automatically upload to Facebook. <laughs> tried that route today, but. When you get to that point, it's like, ah, 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 no, no, no. Good try, nigga. Like, so I added, so I'm just saying that for y'all niggas too. At this, I should probably say this on the podcast, but you should add another layer of uh, security. But I've had it for so long. Yeah, nigga. Like, now on my my fucking Instagram now, because the nigga, so I got an email today saying like, Oh, I'm sorry you're having a hard time logging into your Instagram. I'm like, this bitch ass nigga here, boy. This nigga trying to go no, I'm about to say, how did how did they get you? you? I have I have no idea. It I was over I was dog sitting on my homegirl's house. And like I woke up and I was logged out of fucking my Facebook. So I tried to log on and it was all this bullshit. So then I checked my email that was like, somebody's trying to uh log in from a spot you've never logged in from. I'm like mm. and then the next one was like Oh you here you changed your password. I'm like, oh fuck this thing <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all it took. Who the who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like oh so like I can see the email address he's doing it from which is just like uh you know, like a throwaway, like some somebody's just doing. So I, I don't know. But I told you a little long time ago. Talking on a Facebook and fucking like, nigga, fucking working, fucking just random spots. Like, hey, let me let me use your phone to log in my Facebook. That room. I don't know. Like a I don't know if where I was staying. Um. Somebody was stealing like, back. It, right. That nigga's just. <laughs> This nigga got a lot of shit going on in his house. Like, I don't know if this nigga just is butt monkey open to the world. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because that shit happened. I was asleep, nigga. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm just chilling. But y'all do know I told y'all a long time ago to do two-factor for everything, right? Just just like everything. I don't know if I do that shit or not. I don't honestly I don't even think I know what my Facebook password is right now because that shit just perpetually has been logged in for ever. Especially from okay. Google. Because I use Google like federated identity for like so much shit. Uh-huh. Like logging in to like sites that say you just want to use Google instead. Like I have my Google identity is across multiple different accounts, so definitely for shit like Google. I'm gonna tell you the best I'm gonna tell you the best part to tell a nigga I told you so is like right when he's in the thick of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's when it stings. Yeah. That's when it stings. You know how it is when when he goes to the barbershop and he comes back home and he looks like bitch what? What? Let me tell you. I'm sitting here looking at your beard saying damn to myself. You came back from the barbershop. Looking like somebody else I want to give you a special treat Cause you look good enough to eat Now baby come on on to me So you can get this booty meat Let me tickle that pickle baby Ooh Let me tickle that pickle baby 
bring your ass here. Let me tickle that pickle, baby. Welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef, and as always, when listening to our podcast, subscribe to our podcast. Um, definitely want to first of all thank our, our listeners who currently um, subscribe to our podcast through Anchor. Um, appreciate the love. But if you were not subscribed, you know, go ahead and visit our what, Anchor, our spot on Anchor, our site on Anchor, Ooh. and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you uh, that shit was like machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like log, on, log on to our spot, our site, our our. our... Man, come to the website on Anchor. We got a tall lot. Subscribe. We appreciate the love and support as always. This is episode one thirty seven, gentlemen. What with the white voice? What up? Five thousand Northside, Florida. It's your boy J Joe. Don't nothing get straightening, but straightening. Speaking of straightening, man. So happy we straightened the whole "How is your week?" thing out, cause Uh-oh. hey boy, the people spoke, man. You could wait for I that. Am... You didn't put that on the agenda or nothing. You could wait for uh, that I shit think, to I go think, down. I think it hit you with that. I have, I have this is the segment. You knew this was happening. <laughs> well, first off, I'm gonna do like my mom used to do me. If you don't take that gum out your mouth in church, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you. This nigga was fucking that gum up. Yes, now this, the how you doing is the official segment. I'm wondering right. if we get like a sound bite for it because I was thinking of um I was watching Norbit a few weeks ago. That, that shit's still hilarious. But I was watching Norbit and Rasputin says like, "How you doing?" I want I want that to be like the "How you doing?" That's just a. That's just more like how you doing. <laughs> she said it different ways in the movie, right. but yeah, you're right. That was one of the ways. So for those who don't know what the fuck Chef is talking about, we had a vote. Where- Regarding if we were going to continue to do the a poll, actually a poll, a poll, and because so people do know what I'm talking about, but go ahead, right? Not not everybody, you know what I'm saying? We we were over the threshold, but it wasn't like you know five hundred thousand people voted. It was more like twenty thousand. So I just want to remind people of what the fuck you're talking about, so they can understand why the fuck I'm telling y'all about my day when they know I don't want to talk about my day or my week. Got it. Got it. So yeah, we did a poll, uh, Chef versus Wood, on the segment. Uh, how was your week, or how was your day, or how are you doing? And um, Wood hate hates this part, and Chef loves it. So then we took it to the streets, we took it to the people, and I would say I think it was like eighty nine percent of the people uh, like it. So Wood, you said that if you lost. Uh, you wouldn't be uh, Mr. Salty, Mr. Laurie's over there, Tony Tony Satchery, and you would go ahead and talk about, you know, how how you've been. We haven't been here in two weeks. Uh, you got a lot of shit to talk about. You could talk about your little trip. You're looking nice and bronzy, my nigga. <laughs> you looking bronzy as fuck. You took a little trip. Uh, you've been working on your little, your little basement <laughs> bar. You know what I'm saying? You gave it an Instagram page. You got a lot of shit to talk about. So, Very exciting day, shit. <laughs> from um, so from uh, Rasbusha from Dorbits, nigga, how you doing? Do we get it there? I'm good, man. My past couple weeks are real good, man. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for asking. No, that's not, that's not what you said. You said that <laughs> no, no, so no, that was, no, that was the most no. important part of the bet, is that right. not only would we have the segment, but you'd be a willing participant. <laughs> right, right, nigga. I was that was the key. 
I'm trying to hear everything you did, nigga, in the last two weeks. So, um, what did I do? Uh, so I just got back actually yesterday. Um, from Tulum. From uh, Zia Tanejo, actually. So if you go in Zia Tanejo, Mexico, if you go back and you watch Shawshank Redemption, yeah, that's what I was wondering. The spot that Andy was talking about, that's where we were at. You know what I'm saying? We wanted a little bit more of a relaxing trip and not necessarily Tulum, which you guys already know, I think is Mexican Daytona. So I probably won't be going to Tulum anytime soon, but just real relaxing, man. Get away from the kids. Well, hold on. Is that why y'all went there? To what? Zia Tanejo? Uh, right. Because it was on Shawshank Redemption? No, 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 no. I mean, actually, we, we realized that after we were already there, we just wanted to go, like, to some fly shit, like, kick it, you know what I'm saying, eat good food, drink some liquor, and be away from the kids and not be fucking bothered. But the way I feel about niggas is niggas bother me, so that kind of ruled Tulum out, right? Because there's, like, a lot of right. niggas there now. So it was like, mm, and my wife is kind of like-minded. We just don't like... To be around a lot of niggas doing nigga shit all the time. We like to pick and choose when we're around a lot of niggas doing nigga shit. So this time we chose nigga shit light, which was what the trip was. It was real good, man. Real nice spot. If you're ever looking for a nice relaxing spot to go to, Zietanejo is real good. It's in like a little cove on the Pacific coast of Mexico. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like we were like 100 feet from the beach. I mean, that's like where our room was. You go to sleep to the waves every night. It rains every night and it's sunny in the daytime. So like you go to sleep to the raindrops at night. You know what I'm saying? Like we could literally wake up and it takes us 30 seconds to walk to the beach, right? So it was just real, you know, real relaxing, real cool trip, man. So I would definitely go back there again. If you want to turn up, it's probably not the place to turn up. Um, but yeah, real good trip. Um, other than that, man, I really just been working on the on the bar. So I don't know if you're, if anybody's following. I have an Instagram page, the underscore friendly underscore tavern. Basically, a home bar I've been working on um, probably for the past seven or eight months. Um, it is an idea I came up with because I was redoing my basement anyway, and my dad used to actually tend a bar in Sarasota, Florida. He used to push a little bit of drugs and and be a bartender back in Sarasota back in the day in Newtown, Sarasota, back when Newtown was kind of popping. But um, they had a bar called the Friendly Tavern. And my entire life, I always heard about the Friendly Tavern. Um, this When is it? 1967 was the time. I always heard about it. It's kind of been a part of my life, you know, since growing up. So I said, hey, I should do a bar in the basement and call it the Friendly Tavern. So that's where the Friendly Tavern came from. So kind of a labor of love if you want if you like DIY if you like bourbon once it's done I'll talk about bourbon and I'll talk about liquor and stuff like that if you like that sort of stuff want to learn how to make some drinks you can follow the Instagram page that's kind of one of my personal content creation sort of ventures but that's what's going on with that other than that everything is cool man so before we move on and um can you give us all those underscores again what's the name of that uh the underscore friendly underscore Tavern, underscore underscore. Yeah. Um, so you you told a little story, um, and I think this is good because Father's Day is coming up. Um, about your grandfather and uh, kind of how he was a a woodworker or something to that effect. Yeah. So um, my grandfather was a carpenter in Petersburg, Virginia. Um, he built a lot of the a lot of the homes in Petersburg, Virginia. Actually, he built a lot of homes for white people too. And he he did a lot a lot of work. He, he you can literally 
drive through Petersburg, Virginia, even, you know, if he were alive today, he'd say, I built that house, I built that house, I built that house. Um, he's no longer with us. He passed, I mean, he passed a while ago, probably like a decade and a half ago. But, um, you know, he was always like the smartest guy in the room, really good at math. Um, you know, my family always say I kind of get that sort of part of my brain from him. I'm named after him. Um, his middle name was Linwood. My first name is Linwood. That's the last time you will ever hear me fucking say that on the podcast. But that's, I'm named after him, right? So, um, he had a construction company called the Silver Dollar, Silver Dollar, uh, construction company. And, you know, I got a sign, I got a sign in there. I got some memorabilia to kind of put that in the bar as well. Um, so my grandmother, she's, she's still living. She came to the house, um, before we went to Mexico, like two weeks ago. And, you know, they were on their way back to Petersburg and they said, well, well let's stop by Lenny's house. And let's see, let's see what he's got going on because I'm here and he's building a bar or whatever. So my grandmother, she's she's close to 90. She's got to be like 89, 90 years old. So she comes downstairs on a cane and everything, you know, downstairs. This is Maryland. So there are stairs, there are basements. And she sees it and like her eyes start to well up with tears. And she's like, you're so much like your grandfather. And she was like, this is, she was like, this is worth more than a million dollars just to see so much of him in you, right? And to me, it's just a DIY project. It's just something that I like to do. But to her, it meant so much. I mean, even when I got back from Mexico, which is two weeks after they went down there, like my grandmother is still talking about her visit to the basement, seeing the work that I've done. And just, it just gave her a little piece of my grandfather back. Um, from mm. when he was living, so yeah. Good stuff. Oh man, listen, listen. That, that story alone was worth the how you how was your week? That uh, was segment. a great. How was your week, man? Which one of y'all niggas watching the playoffs? Because literally, I can hear the TV in the fucking background. Oh, that would be me. I apologize. All right, thanks. Yeah, thanks. All right, cool. Well, you got some good ass headphones. Right, I can hear that at all. But anyway, how, how have you been, JJ? What's been going on with you, man? Um, man, I'm in a good mood, even though I, I told niggas before that uh, this weekend I was hacked. My Facebook account was hacked while I was sleeping and dog sitting uh, my my people's dog. Um, so I woke up Saturday morning and I was logged out of Facebook and I tried to log back in and uh, I couldn't. So I checked my email and it looked. And at five o'clock in the morning, I uh, said a nigga was trying to log in um, from uh, like Windows 10 or some bullshit. Um, and he gave the IP address. And then it was like, oh, you changed your password. I'm like, fuck. So now for the last almost week, I've been trying to get back into Facebook. Uh, it's not like a number you can call. Just real fucked up. Um, I didn't do the uh, what's it two step op- multi factor authentication. Thank you. I didn't even get it out, nigga. Like, how you ding me and I didn't even say shit. You said two step. Uh, I think the ding was for two step. Yeah, two step. Oh, did I say two step? Okay, all right, I got you. <laughs> no, nigga, it is a two step. Nigga, listen, I've been li- I've been reading this shit all fucking week. So anyway, I do this. For, uh, so I what do this for a living. Though. Though. I get paid to do this. I right. security guru. Like, nigga, do cybersecurity for a living. I I've been reading this all week. I read two articles today. Okay, pal. 
stay the Holiday Inn Express and shit. First of all, this what we do. This is just how we gonna do it because y'all know I've been drinking Hennessy. Right? So, uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna get back at all you niggas. Fuck all you bitches. You sound like the teacher that's coming back from vacation. Right. Like, uh-huh. So told me what y'all asses ain't doing. Right. right. I, I got so I got so for all you niggas. Anyway, uh, so the nigga hacked hacked my account. He changed the name, the email, the phone number, uh, everything that uh, associated with me, basically, except for the fucking profile picture. So I froze the account. So that's why. I'm not on if y'all niggas have been looking for me on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, right now it's, it's kind of been an uphill battle. So if any of y'all work at Facebook or have a friend that works at Facebook, uh, I'm trying to, trying to get through these layers to see if I can get this shit back, man. Because, you know, it's I, I've had a Facebook account with the same Facebook account since when you had to have, like, a college email to get in that bitch. So, you know. That's how I know all you niggas' birthdays and, you know, just a lot of memories just through pictures and shit throughout the years, man. So it's, you know, it's not that serious, but it's kind of fucked up when, you know, that's how a a lot of us kind of keep in touch with other people and other things. And honestly, I'm probably not, if I have to start a whole new Facebook page, it's probably not going to be a lot of you niggas on there. Uh, So, uh Y'all help a nigga out. Is that, a, is that an incentive to help Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, now, now, I'll let y'all niggas know. This is when Maury, this is when Maury says we got to hack the line. Get it back. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all niggas in the help me, nigga. Right. Uh, y'all gonna be blocking y'all. Place. That nigga literally said, if you don't help me, you're not gonna be my friend anymore. Hey, I'll take my ball. i take my fucking ball and go home. Help me. Oh, help me. You and uh, 45 could just make our own platform. And yeah, nigga, that's how I feel. <laughs> I feel. Nah, but I feel you, though. I mean, if you have, I looked at my Facebook a couple of days ago, like the pictures. I got pictures like back to 2005. Like, that, that shit's crazy. Amen. Right. And a lot of them shits, like, I have deleted or I've, I've changed phones, hopefully, since 2005, and them shits are gone. So, right. I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all, help, y'all help a black man okay. now. I'm going to say this. Besides that, I've actually uh, been in good spirits, man. Like, you know, crawfish season is starting to come to an end, but it's still popping in New Orleans, so... Wait, wait, wait. It's starting to come to an end? I thought people were doing crawfish boils and stuff during the summer. Uh-uh. I think... Uh, Damn, I want to say maybe hurricane season or something like that is the official end. Yeah. What y'all, what y'all do during the summer? Catfish? Uh, all, all other? Whatever. Ribs and chicken. Oysters, as some people like to say, my mom. But um, but no, I'm good, man. Uh, awesome. you know, New Orleans has lifted um all sanctions, even though I'm outside. Uh, I do like to do my black trivia on Fridays, so that's back on and popping. But uh, can I still I'm order? Good, them, can I still order them char grilled oysters from New Orleans? Uh, probably so. Don't mind me. Anyway, how you been, five thousand? Been doing great, man. Cooling, living the dream. Um. Same old, same old. I've just been taking it easy. I've been trying to be more deliberate and intentional about taking it easy. Like, uh, I make sure I take a break at lunch when I eat or do some other leisure activity or something. Uh, so, kind of, I guess the word is settling in, even though not really. Like, I mean, I've been doing the same job and all of that, but things kind of starting to slow down. Uh, we had a lot of movement uh, 
reorg and some people left and some people got hired. So it's kind of like resettling again. And um, that's pretty cool. So that's it, really. Just chilling. Taking it easy. They don't sell the fucking oyster kit no more, nigga. Do they have a reason? Like due to supply issues or something? I don't know. Oh, moved oyster away. season is out. Probably like season season. My local, my away, local guy, he weekend. said no more oysters till September. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, crawfish season is over, like right around the hurricane season. So it's oh, some it? shit. Yeah, June. Uh, Nigga, we cousin, still got oysters my, in Maryland. Like my cousin, you say it's something like you get them in the R months. Right. Like, yep, R-months. that's true. Little known secret: true. Maryland produces more oysters than we do crabs. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have guessed that. Or a big oyster state out of the bay. But crabs are king, of course. But yeah. So, Shit. I'm pull over for one second. Now, do you remember them oysters in Vancouver? Like, <laughs> do I don't it. even eat raw oysters, but them, them shits was like otherworldly. Like, you could tell they was coming from probably like a pristine water source and like Everything everything we did in Vancouver. They went all like sloppy and shit. Everything we did in Vancouver from the oysters to the drugs to the liquor to the celebration were all better than previous experiences. It was just a much more pure I don't know. I think Canada has has better shit too. Like it just seems like Canada feels cleaner to me, like the food seems cleaner. I don't know. Like I feel like I'm not eating bad shit when I'm in Canada. The ginger ale is a lot better there, too. Absolutely. Schweppes is some bullshit. Mm. The Where's Midwest nigga's going to get you. Yeah, is Schweppes American? I don't know. I think Verner's is more Midwestern than Schweppes. Oh, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Uh, and Verner's is delicious. That's not the same thing. Yeah. I don't think it's name Verner's. Chef, how, how have you been? Why you never ask? I am better. So I want to give a shout out to our listeners who um, hit me up from the last podcast because honestly, I don't be remember what the fuck I'm saying. Um, And I was talking about my blood pressure being stupid high and my doctor being concerned. So she had me do like, so people called and they like said I was really being cavalier and they sounded like, you know, you got to take that shit serious. I'm like, this is how I sound. I I take most things serious um, in general. Um, So I didn't want to convey that. So I appreciate y'all calling and sending me messages and things of that nature. Um, but what's been going on with me is I went to the doctor. My doctor had had, had, us, had me do my labs and shit. And she, first of all, she texts me just three sad um, frowny face emojis, which is obviously a sign of concern immediately. So <laughs> I stopped what I was doing and immediately called her. And she was like, your labs are really bad. And I was like, oh. So she started running through the numbers. And she was correct. She was like, you're a half step from a stroke and a heart attack. Like you, Fuck. You are a leading candidate for both. So I didn't take that well. I mean, no one should really. You know what I'm saying? That shit's scary. Especially since it runs, that type of shit runs on both sides of your family. And you've seen the, um, you know, the dire effects of it. So what is it? What is what? Is it just pure genetics or is it a thing? Is, is, it, is, a, is it a fried catfish? A, is it the is it the is it the it's, the heroin? Like what is it that's? <laughs> it's a mix. So uh, uh, the heroin and the yeah, pretty much. So she was because she was like, you know, I know you've been working out, you lost weight, you you gotten in better shape, 
um, but you smoke a lot. And I was like, I do. Um, it's like, I know you don't drink, but you smoke a lot and that's not good for you. And you haven't seen me in since the pandemic. Like you wouldn't see me at all during the pandemic. I didn't, I wasn't taking medicine. So it's a few things. I wasn't taking, um, taking no meds. I hadn't really seen her to see where I stood, which is irresponsible. Um, and I smoked. So I immediately stopped, stopped smoking. I changed my diet around, um, to be a lot more responsible um, at this point, I've like lost six pounds since I found out that information and it wasn't like aggressively trying to lose weight. It's just, it's the weight I've been losing. Cause I, I made those changes, yeah. um, and go along with my same, uh, workout routine. Um, so that was like a week ago. So was, I'm making good progress there and I'm taking medicine. I got a lot, a whole lot of fucking medicine to take, um, to, to get everything, um, kind of turned around, you know what I'm saying? Cause Everything was was bad. She, I mean, I, my father died of kidney failure, so they, she already always looks at that first um, because she not, understands my um, family's history and all that was fine. Um, but she was, and, but she was like, she's like, the thing is, everything is so bad, but like the underlying shit's fine. Like your kidneys are are in good condition; they shouldn't be. Like everything should be really fucked up, apparently, um, based on the numbers and based on the feedback, but. I'm gonna go see a specialist next week, like a cardiologist, because um, she was like, "Your heart should be, your heart is fine, but like I, I don't know how." So this she was is like, very this. bleak. This is a very bleak discussion. Like I don't know how you're fucking still alive. Like, I mean, but it, it, like I, I prefer. I mean, she wasn't like she didn't say that necessarily, but she was just like, "You should have both of these things been done happen." Your heart should have been exploded by now. I mean, but the thing is, I just took it as a, a sign of, of just I need to um, turn my shit around and and do better as far as just being responsible. That's the thing about being 40. Like, I don't like I made those changes immediately and I don't miss smoking. I don't miss um, I don't miss none of that shit. Like, I don't need no sweets. I don't need no no candies or nothing like that. None of that shit really matters because like life because life is becoming more real i mean when you're 40 you see things like okay your friends are getting older your friends are dying starting to pass your parents are dying your parents are getting old you dealing with all this mortality around you so what so I, i'm trying to be mindful of what what i need to do differently yeah. um that they relatives didn't do in the past like i mean i think my father died sooner than he should have just because he didn't take care of all his business and listen to follow his doctors and shit. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fix everything. I'm not really, like, I was sad for a day, but I kind of just got over it and realized I need to get to the work of doing whatever I need to do um, to turn stuff around. So my goal is to get to 230 pounds. That is, I'm saying that out loud on the air because I don't mind having accountability partners. We have millions of listeners. If niggas see, like, this nigga look like he bullshitting. Or you see me eating the steak somewhere on Instagram, although I don't like to show my life, say something. I probably shouldn't be eating no red meat for a while. Oh, I need to eat some fish and shit. So, Paleo you know. diet says you need red meat. But anyway, right. um, so how much do you weigh now? I weigh 259. You don't look like a 259. You don't look 259 at all. I wear, the, thing, the funny thing is, I wear like extra large and shirts, I don't wear spanks. I wear well, a size 36. In, I, 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 when he said I wear and pause, I thought he was about to say his weight. 
in pounds. Like y'all know people that say I I wear instead of I weigh. Oh. Like, how, how much you wear? Like I hate that shit. All right. I never heard that before, but that sounds terrible. No, I've heard say that shit all the time. Oh. But yeah, I I, I weigh one I weigh two fifty nine um at this point today when I weigh myself. So like I said, I gotta get to um how much did you weigh after the fitness challenge? I was I gained weight. I was up to oh. I, I gained muscle, oh. but it was I did I still didn't I didn't change how I eat during the fitness we challenge. Should do I got with real all cut respect, up. Fitness challenge. So, but I was like, my first I knew I I think I gained some weight also during like March and, and April because I wasn't doing shit. Um, so when I initially weighed myself after I talked to the doctor, I was like two sixty six. And then start getting back to work or whatever. You don't look like a 266, man. Like, you don't. None of those numbers sound like what you look How like. you look. Yeah. Like, you you weigh, you weigh your shit, like, good. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it be in your fucking legs and your hips. But nah, nigga, nah, I, 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 to, I told that nigga he's bad body multiple times. <laughs> that ain't the case. <laughs> no, but he, that's because that's how he, he described himself when he wears his weight. Anyway, you're not going last on no more on how you're doing because you know how to bring the fucking ship down. Buzzkill. We have some fun. God no, damn. Boy. No, it was like. Oh, yeah. You know, I should have had a heart attack and a stroke uh, last week, but I'm still here. But Walk God. But God. Yeah. You'll go second because you can't go first with that shit. So maybe second or third. I'm just saying, you know, keep y'all niggas keep me accountable. Like if you see me eating a, um, a sub, I ain't supposed to be eating carbs. So. In my prayers, mm-hmm. nigga. Too, like if you if you if you if you if you love me, pray for me. If you don't, if you don't like me like that, don't pray for me. All right, I shared that before. What, man? If you don't like me, don't pray for you. With somebody, well, don't, don't send me no bad juju, like, man. I mean, don't pray for me. Right. Go ahead, save yourself. Ain't that day. This is why this segment is stupid. We're twenty six fucking minutes in. No, people care about our lives. They don't listen, care. We talked about, listen, we talked about your grandmama welling up. We talked about this thing almost dying. But we didn't have to talk like, about that. Like, that doesn't even matter. People, uh, people like the shit, nigga. Like, they like to see the softer side of wood, nigga. Let's do another poll. Let's do another poll. No, it's too late, nigga. It's 12, 12 months. Stop the count. Anyway, what's, what's on the... Uh, if y'all like the show, show a crying, a picture of you, like, crying and send it to wood. hate when niggas... You might as well say put a put a heart if you love Jesus, nigga. Like we're <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that shit. The poll, the poll came. The poll went. We good. We doing this shit for twelve months. Let's go. Like we do it live. All right, cool. So, um, what's the internet mad about? So, the internet seems to be mad about the song by Destiny's Child called "Cater You Do You." Um, what's the name of it? Cater to you. Cater to do. Cater cater to you. <laughs> so what was the song? So it was a, it was a song about um being good to your nigga. Let me cater to you because baby, this is your day. Well, I don't know what else they said, but it was positive. It was like, you know, real sweet and sh- like you Drink know, your bath water and all types of sweet. Doing all like sorts of self-care Sunday yep. shit for your nigga. Back when back when there was a toxic time. A toxic time where niggas was like so um that was um the latest thing that niggas been talking about it's mostly coming from women what are your thoughts well it's it, apparently it's the uh 
the young young women they say they revisited the song um some of the lyrics uh uh let me let me help you take off your shoes and tie your shoestrings take off your cufflinks what you want to eat boo let me feed you let me run your bath water whatever you desire i supply it sing you a song turn the game on i brush your hair if you put your do-rag on on a foot rub on a manicure baby i'm yours i want to cater to you boy those are some of the y'all don't tie y'all shoes every day <laughs> y'all think the old lady gonna tie y'all shoes there? Uh, I'm just kidding. Like, I think we were married. Um, so I don't know, man. It's just it's just real silly. Um, no, seriously, I think it's tie y'all tie y'all shoes every day. I <laughs> no, I think it's silly that that people certain are, shoes, uh, certain uh, shoes I untie, certain other ones. It, it's summertime. Uh, I wear I, I wear Burks every day, nigga. I'm not untying shit. Oh, there you go. I think, yes, I think the, the the issue was she was like, uh, well, "Baby, I see you working hard. Uh, I want to let you know I'm proud. You know, I matter what you do, the more if I need to reassure you, my life would be purposeless, purposeless without you." So I think that was the biggest part that they were up in arms. But remember again. love songs, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> What, remember I give you the sun, the rain, the moon, the stars, and the mountains? Right. Like, all that shit. I'll give you the and, and, even, and even more. And, and, and even more. more. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> niggas be damned. That's what's wrong oh, with, these, with these young people now, man. They don't even know how to lie good about what they're going to do or what they would do for somebody. And they're not going to lie at all. They're just going to be like, I'm not doing shit. Damn, man. Niggas say and even more. Let me, let me ask... Let me ask, when the last time y'all been <laughs> y'all been catered to? It's gotta be like some Valentine's Day type shit. I, I, so, so February fourteenth, you you felt catered to? Yeah, um, there was there was there was one Valentine's Day. I think it was a couple years ago where I was catered to. So you were catered to a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, you already know, like being a nigga, like being a nigga, you're not going to be catered to Monday through fucking Friday, especially in 2020 fucking one. It's in vogue to treat niggas like shit. Like, I don't know why that is, but that's in vogue. Like women wake up in the morning and every fucking day is niggas ain't shit day. And that's (laughs) what it is. I mean, like being a nigga, like you can just go on social media and just like walk and get bust in the fucking face with let me tell you why niggas ain't shit today. And you're like, damn, I was having a good day. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. And it breeds an environment, an atmosphere of negativity towards men. And it's like, if you think niggas are trash and you want niggas to get better, you saying niggas are trash every day, it's probably not going to make it better. You know what I'm saying? I'm- and and, and just, to, just, to, just to emphasize on the toxicity... We're talking about a fucking song that came out, what, 20 fucking years ago? Yeah. We had to go back. We hopped in a DeLorean, went back 20 years about a song about niggas to say how fucked up that song is because niggas don't deserve that shit. Like, that's and that's that that that's what the think tank is doing today. I saw the headline, but I, that's what people are saying. They have a problem with it because niggas don't deserve it. No, no. So, so, so they make it seem like they, like they're being suckers for that shit. Yeah. Like that's some sucker shit. Yeah. It's a couple of conversations, right? Like it's supposed to be a joke, right? Like 
they talk about let me put your do rag on and shit like real uh, nigga ain't gonna let you touch your do rag. You know how niggas are about do rags and shit. That's the joke part. But in the joke is a little bit of seriousness because some women is like, man, niggas today, I wouldn't do that shit for no motherfucking nigga. Like, these niggas not worthy of X, Y, and Z. And it's like, what is this worthy shit, nigga? Like, this is not Thor's hammer. Like, I don't understand, like, this grand adventure that niggas have to go through and slay dragons just to, like, get a chick to, like, fuck with them, love them, and take care of them. Like, why is that such a fucking hurdle to, to fucking jump over in 2021? And this is just the latest fucking step in that, man. It's just sad. I, I wonder if women get, um, uh, like, ridiculed, right? Like, is it one of those things, like, I can't even tell my homegirls the nice shit I did for my nigga, or I'm going to somehow get some sort of backlash from it? Because I'm no, just wondering if that's, a, if that's a thing now. Like, if you think about it, if you tell, you tell your homegirls all the bad shit, too. So, so if you're telling them... The good shit, they still looking like, girl, get the fuck out of here. That nigga, you told me yesterday, that nigga did da-da-da. But, but what is the bad shit that women with good niggas complain about? It's probably the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a nigga's complaining about his old lady, right? And, you know, niggas have done that before. Um, it's not like it's something where, like, niggas are like, oh, nigga, you shouldn't buy her no massage. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's complaining, it's like, oh, this nigga... Oh, this nigga! I keep telling this nigga put his shit in, in the fucking hamper. Uh, the nigga don't close cabinet doors. You know what right. I'm saying? It's not anything worth like, girl. Don't do no nice shit for that nigga. You appreciate that shit. Like, I don't know if that's the climate that we're in, um, but I don't know. That's that's a question. It, if that, if, it's the same climate that we were. So it's weird because women are going through the same fucking shit that niggas go through when they're like 13. Like, if you're, like, at a clique of niggas and, and one nigga's like, bitches ain't shit, and even though you know you got a chick that's kind of straight and you kind of like her, you're not going to say, well, my girl's kind of straight. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, yeah, right. you know, bitches exactly. really ain't shit. You know, my old lady does this. Just to, like, go along. But we do that shit when we're, like, 12. Women do that shit when they're fucking 35. And it's like, y'all should have grown out of that by now. Like, why are y'all just going along to get along? Like, they're... There's means. I can't of, believe that we're playing a Beyonce song this long in the podcast. Like uh, it's not go like that shit just came back on. Didn't it? Ain't been on the whole time, was it? You got good ass headphones. Oh, 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 I I honestly zoned right. all of that. Supersonic, shit. Yeah, right? Supersonic. <laughs> <laughs> supersonic. I'm about to say supersonic. But to answer the um, KT question, I think I was okay to a few weeks ago. I got my wife stretched me out. Which is really. I'm sorry. What? She, she stretched you out. What now? She like my, you out. my legs. Like stretch my legs. Like <laughs> hey, stretch. Look, hey boy. Look, hey boy. Look, Y'all nasty man. Look, you like, nasty nigga. What? There's no. There's no slang. What's stretch me out? Like there's no slang for that. No, there is slang for, no, slang for it, and we had an issue with it. That's why we were like, wait, what? Don't say that no more, dog. Don't don't tell nobody else that. Say something else. What did she do? She helped me stretch. There you go. She helped yeah, you stretch. Yeah. Don't say she stretched you out. Y'all nasty, man. Like, everything it don't gotta be nasty, dog. One by one. That's that pagan talk. <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh. That's... Come oh. on. God damn. Oh, pagan. We went far as... We're still sex pagan positive pagan. on the show, man. Pagan. I mean, if you, hey, you can't... 
You ended that. You ended it. Nigga, talk about me getting sodomized because I said, let's bring back the whole. <laughs> How are you doing? Because you said your old lady stretched you out. I was like, whoa. My limbs, dog. All right, cool. Well, speak, speaking of niggas getting catered to, so Father's Day is coming up this weekend. Um, it's how, our, did you, how did you get picked? Have anything to do with anything? I was. I left that. I want to talk oh. about that no more. You brought that shit up. I did. You was like, my old lady stretched me out. And we're like, <laughs> no, I was no, like, no. I, 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 I had already departed from that. Okay. I, was, I wasn't being a party to that. Come on. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Leave it to the imagination of the listeners. That's fine. Go ahead. Y'all, this isn't going to hell then. Hey, boys. Anyway, Father's Day is coming up this weekend. What y'all doing for Father's Day? I got plans on deck. You gonna be surprised. I mean, what's the deal? Happy Father's Day to the fathers out there. I was thinking about Father's Day the other day, and I thought about it, and I was thinking, and I came to the conclusion that Father's Day would not exist without Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Now nah, you pander into the whip. Boy, this nigga no, wood, no, no, boy, no, 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 no. It's not a pander at all. It's not a it's not a pander at all. Really? Really it's not. Together. It's two different woods. Woods with the gold chain on and wood right. without. Right. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not you can get that gold chain. It's not a it's not a pander moment. It's not a pander moment at all. It's just there would be no Father's Day without Mother's Day. Because I think because I think it's like there's a vanity in it. Like I think they just threw us a fucking bone because it would be vain and like narcissistic to just have a Mother's Day without a Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And it, it like if we didn't have a day to celebrate mothers, nobody would celebrate fathers. The only we reason a, we wouldn't have a Juneteenth without slavery. Like I don't, I don't get like that. Don't have a Juneteenth He's saying you if if you had to have one, it would be Mother's Day. And they wouldn't have put, they wouldn't have created a Father's Day first. So basically, if it's no Mother's Day, then it's no Father's right, Day. Right, right. I get it. No, that makes sense. Y'all niggas are the panda bears. No, it's no, not, it's oh, not no, panda. No, it's the opposite. Like I mean, yeah, it's, it's the opposite. state of affairs. But you couldn't have, never mind. We ain't going to put in there. All right. Chicken and egg. All right. Kind of so you talking about, you talking about a different. I'm not. You're talking about logistically how it works. We're talking about from. The standpoint of just what the people prefer. Like I'm we're not talking saying, about. Does it make it? But it, does it make it lesser because it's the second thought of? I mean, yeah, because the afterthought. The, okay, true. The, 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 the only reason why we, the only reason, the only reason why we honor fathers is because shit, we already honored the mothers, so we might as well honor the fathers too. Best case scenario. Yeah. Like it, 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 not even be that. It like it's really an affirmative mother. action holiday. Like we honor yeah. the mother, so we gotta honor the father. So let's figure out a way yeah. to make them feel special. I mean, the sequencing t- tells a lot of the story. So, because if it matters, it'd be the same day. In the pantheon of holidays throughout a year, Father's Day is probably somewhere around Arbor Day. Damn, but nobody really gives it's a fuck about Arbor down. Day. I wouldn't it's say it's that far down. It's probably around Kwanzaa. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Because, I mean, women and men celebrate Kwanzaa. What the fucking holiday? <laughs> uh, the Arbor Day now? Is nah, the bank man. closed on Arbor Day? No. Right, father, father, it's, 
You have to so the seed in the hierarchy of fucking uh, holidays. It all has to do with sales. So nigga, you had <laughs> father. It's always Father's Day sales. So as long as Macy's is still doing polos, nigga, forty uh, percent off, nigga, it's still way above Arbor Day, nigga. Is there a Father's Day program at church? Yes, I think they do Men's Day. So. They do. But there's Men's Day throughout the year. There's Men's Day throughout the year, nigga. I mean, I would, there's an HBCU day too. I mean, fuck. No, nigga. I, at church one time, I went to church. They were like, <laughs> "I'm gonna have all the men marching in for Father's Day." I'm like, "Nigga, I ain't got no kids." They were like, "Just getting that number." I'm like, "Okay, nigga, that ain't." But no, nah, they try to. Yeah, church nigga. They try to get all the all the men together for Father's Day. Now they have all the women do the shit on Father's Day at church at my church. Did the women cater to the men at church on Father's Day? Stretch them out. That made it kind of nasty. So, what about you, uh, five thousand? Any any Father's Day plans for yourself, or you you plan on getting stretched out or anything special? Uh, I'm planning on just being low key, man, chilling. I always try to max out my downtime so uh whatever it is it's gonna be real low-key like i was thinking uh i don't know might try to go fishing so that sounds delightful that sounds, that sounds like a hell of father's day thing to do hell yeah what you fishing for catch anything out here but i prefer white that's what i eat right. what you what what bait you do Sure. A white and a bottom bottom feeder, like you. Uh, like you like, I don't like, think so. Fish in the surf. Okay. I don't know if you put chicken gizzards on like catfish and shit. Like that. I need to fly to one of y'all, man, and, catfish, and go fish uh, with y'all. I've never caught a fish in my life. The, the catfish be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, yeah, hold we, on. This nigga Wood just came out the closet. Say that again. <laughs> I've never. I thought you'd be up. Expert fishing. I just thought, but I just started myself. Like I went when I was a kid, but I just like started back. So I missed like not a minnow. I missed over thirty years. Not a minnow or nothing. Like I've caught, I've caught a turtle. I've caught numerous uh, handfuls of seaweed. I've never. That's when I realized I don't have luck. I, I, I'm, I'm luck neutral. I don't have bad luck, but I just have the absence of good luck. You know what I'm saying? So I've never caught a fish. I've never won a bingo. I've never won a door prize. Oh like, my god! Just... That's probably because you don't have no crystals. I could be. <laughs> Get you, you don't have no tiger eye. I don't play. That's why I don't even play numbers because I, I just know that I have neutral luck. Yeah, but that's because of that mindset, man. You know, you, you manifest, man. But anyway, so growing up in Nashville, they have this thing called like the catfish farm. So it's like a big pond where you go. And basically, they start. They just pour catfish in there, and they like starve them. So, nigga, you can fucking fish with bubble gum, and you're gonna catch some. You know what I'm saying? And and then like you take it, like you you know you take it, and you uh like the people they'll fucking like uh clean the shit for you, get the shit, make it a fillet, put it on ice, and like they charge you about a pound. That's like the best way to start anybody off fishing because it's like. Okay, like I can catch fish, and that way in your mind, whenever you go to like somewhere where you have like a spinner bait or some shit like that, or actually like have to put a worm on the hook and shit like that, you feel confident that you're gonna catch a fish. My aunt and so I think, used uh, to have us confident. fishing for cat with chicken liver. Do y'all use chicken liver for cat? What do y'all use? Yes, yes, okay. yes. 
Yeah, that's what I just. We just use shrimp for everything. But I also don't be talking to catfish, but the catfish, uh, they'll bite that. They, they right. down again. But yeah, but no, like chicken liver is the preferred bait yeah. from where I'm from for catfish. But anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, you were talking about Father's Day. What about you, uh, Chef? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'll probably try to have a chill day, um, get a pedicure. I know I talked to homies, they talking about getting pedicures. And I was like, man, it does sound good because my feet fucked up so I, I love to have someone like under their breath cussing me but fix these shit so that'll be the main thing I do I wouldn't mind watching a movie um since theaters are open back up so I might I might do something like that just some chill shit have dinner with the family shit like that like would you go to the movie in the so you go get your feet done with the homies which is you know what I'm saying I think it's cool you know what I'm saying if the dads are doing that shit yeah um would you go to the movies with the homies? Go to movies by yourself, or go to the movies nah, with your fam? I, I I go to the movies by myself. Okay. I haven't done that. In a, I mean, I used to be my favorite pastime. I haven't done that obviously in over you know a year. That's the best way to go. Yeah, I took my daughter to the movies um, like two weeks ago, but I haven't been by myself. The best way but to go to the movies is by yourself. It's it's perfect by yourself. That's like when you could like laugh by yourself and. <laughs> Have snacks and not have to be bothered. Yeah. So yeah, best way to go. I'm not a, I'm not a movie by myself guy, but I, I can I can understand if you. I almost think it's my favorite way of going. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, something like that, just some chill shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some nice rest restful type vibes, like nothing too stressful. Yeah, so so. I mean, I think most men don't need much. I think you just want to have a day to yourself. That's like when I did a poll, I talked to other people like what they were in terms of like what they were looking to do for Father's Day. That's the consensus. We don't really need much in general as niggas. So I think it's really just having some chill time. Uh, well, speaking of Father's Day, uh, what y'all's plans on Juneteenth? Is Juneteenth on Father's Day? <clears throat> Juneteenth is on Saturday. Okay. 19th, so. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was looking forward to Juneteenth. I usually do. Like, we're having an event here in Orlando. I can share that information later. But um, they made a, a federal holiday to like yesterday. Yep. And and that bothers me a little bit. Like, I I know it's not like you want to want to think positively, but if you think about all the laws. That affect black people specifically that that have been ignored and not passed or even reviewed by the Senate, um, and they immediately ran this through. It just makes it sound like, oh, here's a trinket for y'all niggas, enjoy. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, and it's so obvious at this point, and I think people are just kind of tired of like symbolism and and bullshit. So no one's taking. Like, I think people took take, are looking at Juneteenth kind of funny. At this point, I know I am, and I've always, you know, thought of, observed Juneteenth and, and understood its significance, but it 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 looks a little t- nasty right now in my mouth a little bit. Is it? It looks nasty in your mouth. Taste nasty. <laughs> have a have a, a nasty taste. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it looks nasty in your mouth. Right. All right. She could look nasty on your mouth. Go ahead. Um, 
So I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, because this is one of the few things that Congress can actually do without any sort of people being on their ass. They can create a federal holiday and none of their donors or anybody's going to have a fucking issue with it, right? Like, that's one of the few things that they can just, without any dis- with, without any discretion, just say, we can create a new fucking holiday. Changing laws is different, you know what I'm saying? The people who pay them and all of this type of shit that pay fund their campaigns and all of that, if they don't, if they say don't change the law... Or they don't okay to change it in the law. The law doesn't get changed, right? Like, this shit doesn't happen in a vacuum. So, most of the laws that keep black people down are state laws anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, it has nothing to do with fucking Congress or the Senate or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, I don't understand why there's a federal holiday for it. Um, I guess it is recompense or whatever. It is, you know, a mea culpa or whatever, you know, saying let's give them a holiday. But I don't know why Juneteenth is that holiday. Like, I don't know why Juneteenth resonates with the larger population of African Americans, right? We have the historical piece, which is more so geared towards the state of Texas. We have the edge of that, which is geared towards everybody who's adopted Juneteenth as some sort of a black independence day. But what are we really celebrating, right? What is the symbolism of Juneteenth? And nobody has explained that. Congress like, it's going to be a federal holiday now. Great. Why is it a federal holiday? Why did you feel, this is part of the apology, right? This is a part of the apology for slavery. Why do you feel, white people, that Juneteenth should be a holiday? Nobody said that. Nobody has come out on a podium like when Osama bin Laden died and shit and explained to the millions of black people, the persons of color in this country, why they feel that Juneteenth should be a federal holiday. Don't just give me the fucking holiday. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I celebrate holidays every fucking day that have nothing to do with me. If you give me Columbus Day off, I'm going to fucking celebrate. But Juneteenth in particular, why... Is it a holiday? What am I celebrating? What am I living in memorial of? I know what the answer is historically, but you as the federal government, tell me why the fuck you decided now was the time to make it a federal holiday. And if we really look at what Juneteenth symbolizes, like, in, like, reality, it's still fucked up, right? Because... Slavery was abolished, and it was still niggas in Texas still slaving the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, uh, so there's different stories about why it took so long for it to get to fucking Galveston, Texas, or outside of Galveston. Um, They said that they might have killed the messenger who was going uh, the slave masters knew, didn't tell the slaves because they wanted them to do one more fucking uh, crop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you going to watch your on the hog? Yeah, nigga. God damn. Why you going to tell everybody my business? I want to talk about how on the hog later on, but I was going to talk about that during fucking the Migos thing. Um, but yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like, why are we celebrating this thing? And I understand why Texas does it. Um, and I understand, I mean, I've been celebrating Juneteenth for years also, just, you know, just because I feel like it's, once I learned about it, it was cool. But 
as a federal holiday, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just marred with so much other shit. It's complicated. And again, it's like, how many black people know about Juneteenth? And right, so it's like, it's not even anything we all the way celebrate as of right now. Uh, but I'm always one that speaks on progress. So I guess acknowledgement is something, you know what I'm saying? So I guess it's better to have it acknowledged than to not have it acknowledged. And the mortal words of Devin the dude, anything is plenty man, and is better than Nan, nigga, nothing at all. So at this point, I guess we say cool, because that's like Wood said, that's something that they can do without a whole bunch of bullshit to come with it but like what what else what else you know what I'm saying that's just a little you know what I'm saying like four sprinkles on this big ass fucking cake that we're trying to bake so so I mean you reference we don't get a uh, Devin and Do reference every day and we also don't get an Alton Royal reference every day that's a start. But that, I mean, that's really all that shit is. That shit, I mean, like you say, with all the critical race theory stuff going on, because I live in Florida. Um, can, you t- can you speak on that before we... Yeah, so basically, and I haven't delved real deep into it, but from the context clues and snippets, basically they want to whitewash the history that's being taught in the schools. Like, they don't want to talk about slavery and its role in, you know, the United States and all of that stuff. So, um, because the counter argument to it is (laughs) they feel like white people are going to be depicted as like all bad and evil and uh, kids are going to be ridiculed and bullied and all of that because they're going to be told that their grandparents and great grandparents were bad people because they enslaved people and, you know, kind of like, Hey guys, let's just move along. Kumbaya, whatever. So, um, like, there's a meme that's been floating around. I'm not going to pretend to take credit like a lot of motherfuckers did, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> like, oh, it's so ironic that the federal government makes Juneteenth a holiday, but yet doesn't want to discuss slavery in schools or whatever. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's just funny how people are trying to like they created this shit. <laughs> I mean, but that's but, but that's but that's part of the whole white fragility discussion, right? Because racism is implemented on a a global or a community level, a systematic level, right? Like you can you cannot you can be individually not racist, but still be a part of implementing a globally racist construct. But white people can't wrap their brains around that because they're like, if I'm individually not racist and my neighbor is individually not racist, how can we be racist? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thought process. But when you get a thousand white people together and you're all individually not racist, but you promote programs that globally across your community benefit people only that's your color. That's racist, and they just can't fucking understand that shit. And it's just, it's just so fucking frustrating to have that fucking conversation because it all comes back to, well, I'm not racist. I got friends who are black. I don't hate black people, but it's like, dude, 
Mm, how that's, do you... that's 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 right. That's cognitive dissonance. You know that like they can understand it. They choose not to understand it because then that goes against everything that they feel in their mind and their soul or whatever. Like white people don't like to admit that they benefit from systematic racism. A systemic racism. Here's another thing. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah. But the other thing about it that kind of strikes me a little, just just a little different, is the fact that no one ever said anything about teaching critical race theory. It was something Fox created. So it was it was fear-mongering and a product that was created to be another thing for people to get mad about. Like no one was bringing this up. I think they were referencing um the 1619 Project, that podcast yeah. about the history of slavery, about how it could t- potentially be used as a teaching tool, but that was just that was just talk. It wasn't like people was integrating the 1619 Project into their curriculums. Yeah, no, but it was, but it, it was, was some. Than, yeah, I th- what was it Texas? They were stop. They were stop calling slaves. Not not slaves. Enslaved people. They, they stopped talking about slavery, so I call them indigenous servants. servants. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it was some history books that were really trying to whitewash, with lack of a better term, slavery. You know what I'm saying? Um, All history books whitewash slavery. There's not an American history book in existence that doesn't whitewash slavery. Right. Even our, especially our especially in the South. Paragraph. It yeah. was like a paragraph, I remember. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a meme about that too. It's like, why is American history required, but African American history, which is also American history, an elective? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's that that's critical race theory right there. Like, why is this part of American fucking history an elective? And what's not an elective is learning about you, the Trail of Tears is in American history. It's not omitted. You learn about the Trail of Tears and the the Indians. Albeit, you learn it a little bit later. You probably learn it in high school. You don't learn it during the Thanksgiving play because that would just be morbid. But fuck it up. But you never sit down and learn about the plight of African Americans. It goes straight from slavery. We got off of a boat. Slavery was bad. We did slavery for about thirty minutes, and then Martin Luther King was born. <laughs> That's no, essentially it goes, how it goes. It goes, right. no, it goes slavery. <laughs> it goes slavery, soup, Civil War, Martin Luther King. Yeah. In that uh, order. Say we do slavery for about 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, bro, like, there's no way. And then, and then slavery ain't that bad in the books. No. You know it's not saying? bad like, at all. They, they just be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, slavery is just a term that's thrown around. They don't. Right. They never really get into like getting your ass whooped and raped and beat up. Yeah, they talk about Frederick Douglass and he's right. like, yeah, he was a slave and he left. They talk about most most slave masters. <laughs> most slave masters were nice to their slaves and they treated them as members of the family. Look, nigga, to you white right now. Really believe, but so many white people really believe that shit. You know what I'm saying? I had a a white boy in high school. The nigga name was Deborah. That nigga, exactly, nigga. Right, right, nigga. Um, this nigga was like a fucking like nigga. That nigga had to be like a a descendant from like 
for Civil War fucking generals. You know what I'm saying? Like, this thing was like, that nigga brought that shit up in class one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, you know, when I was in high school, and not everybody, but like, nigga, I was, and like, the teacher was like, nigga, what the fuck you talking about? Also, I'm like, yeah, you know, a lot of the slave masters were good to their slaves. Hey, nigga. And like, the Civil War wasn't about slavery. It's like, nigga, if you don't sit your bitch ass down, and it was a bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's like saying it's just crazy, but but it's a lot of motherfuckers who have been taught that and they'll pass that shit down and like try to believe that bullshit. White people should have to go to the African American History Museum. First floor. I don't give a fuck if you go to the second and third floor. White people, black people mandatory too. Every black person should go to the African American History Museum. If you're in town, holler at me, I'll fucking go with you. Every black person should go to the African American History Museum. And every white person, especially, should go to the African American History Museum. Go by yourself. Don't go with any friends or anything like that. Just go by yourself. And if you're not changed, if you're not changed as a person, after you go through that that first floor and you see those shackles, you see all that bullshit, you see Emmett Till's coffin, if you're not a changed person, after you see all of that, you're part, you're the problem. You're part of the problem. After, Dr. Umar said that like after that first flow, it might have been uh Tariq, not 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 seed, whatever they said. He said after the first floor, man, they bullshit. He said the second and third floor just shucking and jiving as athletes and entertainers, man. Well, so I mean, but that's the good stuff. But I tell people to start if I tell black people, if you're gonna start, start on the third floor and come down see all of that stuff, and then come down to the first floor. Because after the first floor, you're done. You're like so emotional. Like kind of fucks you up emotionally or something? Dog, you're done. Like, you're so emotionally drained. Like, people leave out of the first floor, like, crying and shit. Like, my daddy could not complete it. My daddy mm. was like, they got a cafeteria, they got greens, they got catfish, they got pork chops, it's great. He's like, let's just go eat some collard greens because I'm done with this shit. And he was done. He's never returned back to the museum. That's how powerful the imagery, the artifacts and shit is at the African American History Museum. It's definitely a treat, but it's if you've ever been to the Holocaust Museum, that first floor is very much like the Holocaust Museum. It's gonna it's gonna impact you. And shout out to Nashville that has the African American Music Museum in Nashville, so yeah, I go check that out next time I'm out in Nashville. Yep, it opened uh, awesome. this year, I think, or end of last year. You been over there? Nope, I haven't been. So maybe maybe it opened this year. Cause I feel like I would have gone if it was open last year. I sound hold up. Yep, fuck with it, yeah. All right, cool. So man, I mean, I guess we have a mixed. Um, well, I guess I'm the only one who don't like super excited, but it's all good. Um, but speaking of excitement, man, we, 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 I saw this um, across the desk. Um, JoJo um, sent a post about there being a stripper shortage in New Orleans. I wanted to hear more about this because I don't even know if you even went down the docket, but I just, I just want to know what the hell this means. Um, so, yeah. So on Bourbon Street, they're offering a $1,000 signing bonus for any of the young ladies that want to go ahead and, you know, Get into the game. Um, it's I blame not blame, but it's probably uh, 
It's a who you want to blame? Byproduct. Man? It's a byproduct of OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I have to go to a club, deal with actual niggas in person, putting dollars in my fucking g-string booty crack, trying to touch on me, uh, then having to give the club a percentage of what I make? You know what I'm saying? Then I have to be there at specific times when I could just. In the comfort of my home, show show my little monkey, show my little booty hole, twerk on camera, and make that much, if not more, money. So, I mean, I mean, some people say OnlyFans is fucking up the game, but I mean, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the side of the creators. So, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, at this point, I can tell you last time I went to the strip club and. Especially if you don't live in a strip club positive city, which to me are Atlanta, Houston, Miami, besides maybe LA. I don't even know about LA if they have a strip club culture. But I I could, right. So if you're in fucking Mobile, Alabama, or fucking Cuthbert, Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you. Can you catch can you catch COVID from booty air? Come on, man. You might. You, you might. Do that booty need a mask? Maybe you should have been booty. So you don't like butt ass strip clubs, is what you're saying. No, I mean I don't have no problem with it, but it seems like if you got the virus, you got the virus. So if you get that little that little that little booty or that little pussy quaff, it seems <laughs> that you would get a little, little COVID in there. Is that not the did the COVID not go down that far? First of all, the Bath and Body Works gonna kill all that. That's better than my. That's, be, that's better than my nerve. Bath and Body Works. My nerve. Definitely Minerva. not hypoallergenic. <laughs> so, um, it's probably an accelerant. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure like OnlyFans is probably fucking up like the street walking game. Probably all all that shit like. That's the thing about COVID. They're, it not, made they're not fucking up the street walking game because I was trying to figure out <laughs> where you were going at initially. Talk I'm about like, it. Well, it's basically about the it. same. Basically the same thing. But you got a point. Like you don't have all the restrictions on OnlyFans that you have in the strip club, like about time and place and giving them a cut and all of that. But if a nigga really trying to get down, like <laughs> yeah. that OnlyFans, that OnlyFans not taking up the street. But, I, but I'm, but I'm, I ain't been on Orange Blossom Trail or whatever they do on uh in 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 North Florida. But I don't know, man. I, cause it was it wasn't nobody on the streets. So I'm saying like they had to pivot. Like you just had to pivot some sort of but way. That shit is kind of. I mean, to me, strip club and prostitution is apples and oranges. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's like a, it's no, like a middle. It's, I think it's, no, it's, 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 it's just peaches, it's peaches and peaches, peaches and peaches. I feel like if you are a street walker, <laughs> come on, man. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. I'm saying that if you're a street walker, at that point, then you have to depend on your pimp. Like at that point, now you, now the pimps have to have to show up and show out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I haven't. It just wasn't people on the streets. You couldn't have a snowball stand. I get that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not debating. I'm not not disputing that. It's not people on the streets. Okay, cool. Fine. No problem. I'm saying that the strip club experience and the prostitution experience is two totally different experiences. It is. It's two totally different worlds. 
Like, like, okay, I won't say apples and oranges. I say oranges and tangerines, nigga. Like, nah, fucking it's, tantalos. Not even, it's not even that close, dog. So, so strip it depends on how so, strip so so every so right, every, yeah. It's levels. It's levels to the strip clubs, of course. You know right. what I'm saying? You got your some places that strictly by the book, you know, whatever. Like strictly by the book. Ain't no extra funny shit. You're not going in the back. That are like we're totally on the up and up. We're doing everything by the book. So the board and you got some places that's kind of shady, huh? I said so the board. So you got the board strip clubs, right? <laughs> and you got some places. I'm gonna just jump down in the essence of time. And then you got some places, you know, kind of shady. Whatever, right. whatever, whatever goes here stays here type shit. You know what I'm saying? But I think all of that, for the most part. Is different from straight up prostitution. Yeah, cause I, and I agree with you, past that. Because me, as far as I'm concerned, that nigga about to lie because nigga said, "Cause me, strippers." <laughs> I, I, I don't First. even. I don't even really consider strippers who fuck prostitutes. They're just strippers who fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like prostitutes. <laughs> prostitutes is kind of a different. That escort game is a little different. A lot of mo, mo, most of the escort game, they're not dancers or nothing. They're escorts. Most Wait, of so them. now you're making a third category? Yeah, mm-hmm. like... Strippers, escorts, and prostitutes? Yes. yes. I always thought escorts and prostitutes were the same. Thing. I no, held those all no, 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 no. So, escorts and prostitutes are just... Because... Uh, because strippers who can't dance. Right, so so, so when, you say, when you say prostitutes... <laughs> this is no rhythm. When you say prostitutes, there's a negative conversation. You typically think about the street walker with the pimp. She's going up and down the street, so on and so forth. negative conversation a connotation. You said conversation. Negative like, connotation. I always say conversation. It's my it's my but, mic. Don't but worry about it. Escort is a little is the same the same business, but it's a different business model. You know what I'm saying? There is no street walking. It's a system to it. You know what I'm saying? Most of them, for the overwhelming majority of them, are not dancers. They're not in the dancing world. They don't have pimps in the traditional sense of the world, where they have pimps in the like an organizational uh, sense, right? Like there are organizations that manage their motherfucking, their escort activities. It's all, all right. prostitution, but when you say prostitute, it typically means one subcategory. When you say escort, it means another subcategory. Strippers who fuck is in, are in neither of those categories. It's like man, a it is. Like they're, a all in the, they're all the same. They're all the same. No, and, that, and honestly, they're not in the same category, and that's when it gets niggas fucked up. Because niggas want to go to this particular category, which is the toots, that is on the fucking stroll, and that is how you get fucking caught the fuck up. Whereas when you go into the escort bucket, it's a little bit more involved, but it's a lot safer than the prostitution bu- the prostitution bucket. It's also, uh, the prostitution bucket is safer than the strippers who fuck bucket. There's multiple different ways to solicit, you know what I'm saying, that type of action, but Wait. there are different subcategories to go to for it. So, I guess my thing is I would disagree with that. Idea. To J. Joe's point, I'm I see the strip club as a conduit to the end, the ends. Like it's 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 it, they're gonna they're trying to fuck it in. Like there's more ebony's than diamonds in terms of the strip club game. It, um, you, you'll get that one on the way out. But so I, <laughs> I'm about to say that shit ain't over. Right? You want me to? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, it did, it did. But okay. no, for real, there's more ebony's and diamonds. So it's like you, you, they're they're all there to work other angles than just wouldn't dancing. It more, wouldn't it be more rhymes than diamonds? 
what I said. I said more <laughs> Ebony's. I said more Ebony's than Diamonds. I said, wouldn't it be more Ronnie's than Diamonds? In? These are Players, players Club references. I would say Ebony was the, was the hoe, and, and, and Diamond was like the girl in college trying to get her to No, Ronnie. Are, are you getting Ebony and Ronnie mixed up? Ebony was the, the, the young cousin from Tallahassee. Right. She was yes. a hoe, and Diamond was a good girl. No, she was just trying to strip. She got raped. Diamond? <laughs> no, nigga, Ebony. Who's on first, motherfucker? Ronnie was nasty. He was the one like, all you motherfuckers, get yeah. on your knees. Yeah. Ronnie was... Ronnie's right. the same right. right. Ronnie right. is we'll, the, we'll, the quintessential. Right. Yeah, okay, well, okay, there's more Ronnie's and Diamond. You know, fuck my shit up, man. I, I knew what I was saying. At, at any rate, there's more of them, like, they have, like, Underlying plans other than just dancing, and they don't really care about dancing like that. They don't be like, "Oh man, look at that technique." Do we care about that? Some niggas do. I do. do. Oh, you do? Yeah, I fuck with choreo. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Well, maybe I'm wrong then. I'm just saying, like, it's all just a conduit, and OnlyFans is a better conduit because they're getting more money on their own, and they have to they have to do less work. They don't have to dance. Shout out to the sex workers, man. That's a job. Sex work is a real job. Go ahead. I also say niggas is trying. Well, companies. No, I, have gave, I, gave best, niggas. I gave you like the best alley oop, nigga. I said it's a real job. I had to say it was like speaking of real jobs, niggas ain't going to work either. But it's fine. Cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's all I was about to say. Oh, niggas still want yeah, to talk about it. You still want to talk about tricking? You wasn't done yet. <laughs> you want to talk a little bit more about tricking? No, that was about the to say. The still warm. The still warm. No, 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 really. That's all I was about to say, though. I was about to say that niggas ain't working because, I mean, that's that's a. I'm saying it's like an epidemic in the sense that people are hiring like for like retail and fast food, and they're offering all sorts of crazy um, bonuses to join those jobs. No one's fucking with it. I mean, yeah. of, is, is there a lot of cash flow out there for people to go to strip club? Oh my bad. I thought we we left. I didn't know we left. I didn't know we left. Was that a good transition? I didn't know. No, but yeah, we had left. You you backpedaled. My bad. No 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 no. Don't worry about it. Disregard. You backslid. You backslid. Disregard. So in New Orleans, uh, in the service industry, um, here in hospitality, um, they're having a real issue. Um, You think a Capri Sun? I don't know what that nigga again. Um, but yeah, it's they're hiring everywhere out here, but niggas don't want to work. Um, and it's a it's a lot of issues when it comes to like these available jobs. Uh, there was a a gas truck issue problem where all the guy all the all the men who have the CDLs that were driving the fucking gas trucks. I guess you gotta have a special license probably because it's a fucking uh, combustible liquid that you, you're rolling with. Um, a lot of those people ended up having getting fired or quitting to go to another job. And you know, if you got your CDL, fuck, it's always uh, work for you to drive a truck. And um, it was a shortage of fucking gas truck drivers, and that's why at the fucking pumps, like half. I don't know if you noticed, but like in the last couple of months. A lot of the pumps have just been down. It's just because they haven't had to get uh, gas drivers to drive the gas there. 
So uh, it's been a lot of pivoting. You have motherfuckers who didn't like their jobs, and then pandemic came. Either they got laid off, or they found something that they could do at home, fucking sewing clothes or making masks or whatever the fuck they were doing. So they were like, well, I'm just going to do this. I ain't fucking with that job anyway. And, you know, people with, like, actual, like, careers, a lot of motherfuckers um, that didn't like their jobs uh, had demands when they came back. And if if their jobs didn't meet their demands, like, hey, I don't want to work in the fucking actual office anymore. They just found new jobs. So, yeah, it's a lot of work out here. But niggas like, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to sell uh, fish plates. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, because, I mean, UI is still rolling. So as long as I'm getting the UI money, why, and I can supplement that with a little bit of a hustle, why do I need to go back to work work? You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as, as long as people can still continue to get and UI is unemployment insurance. There you go. So as long as people are able to continue to get those checks, some people, not all people, some people are going to still say, I'm about to ride this shit out because I'm still getting a check and I'm not going to work. And I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, because some people can't are in shitty situations where they're waiting tables. They got to work for tips and bullshit like that. UI is probably a lot more stable. You know, that, that check is stable and they're not like on their feet all day. And had to like smile and grin and shit just for like two, three fucking dollars on some pancakes. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people are saying, I'd rather go that route. And whenever that shit ends, then I'll go back to fucking work. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what a lot of people are looking at. I think the wages part of it is the biggest issue because a lot of people are making more on unemployment than when they were working. Or comparable to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I'm sacrificing a hundred dollars or two, but I'm saving on daycare because now my kid can stay home or I can pick them up after school, what have you. So, just financially across the board, it makes more sense for a lot of people. And they made up the two hundred dollars because the old lady got an OnlyFans. Right. Yep. That too. And her so OnlyFans is popping. <laughs> a lot of shit moving around. They also got a premium Snapchat too. At the end of that, I mean, the the funny thing about this, I mean, and it goes along with unemployment, right? It's just, it's just amazing how the the pandemic has given people the most freedom that they've ever had. Like we were locked down for a year, and that lockdown for an entire year was the most freedom that most of the people in this country and across the world has ever had. Because people are like, why do I have to come back to work and slave over whatever the fuck it is you're slaving, a cube or a hot stove, whatever the fuck it is, for eight, nine, ten hours a day? And people are not with that shit. People are not with that shit at all. And it's a mini revolution where people are like, like on some workers' rights type shit, I should be able to fucking work from home or do whatever the fuck it is multiple times a fucking week because this is not okay that I have to work for you for eight, nine, ten hours every single day, five days a week. The funny thing is, companies are starting to um, say their employees need to come back, but I feel like those are the companies that are, that are going to fail ultimately, just because they don't have a pulse on like what workers are, what they really want at this point. Uh, I don't think they're going to fail. I think they're still going to continue to do well or try to get back closer to where they were. But most people that are heads of companies are still baby boomers, and they don't know. 
Baby boomer is work hard and work hard till you die. Like that's everything that their generation knows. Yeah. They don't understand remote work and telework and shit like that. So they're not going to shift to that sort of fucking model. Their their brain is just wired where they can't fucking do that shit. And it's just very few companies. You have to be part of a liberal company, some company based out of fucking California or fucking Boston or somewhere in Florida. They don't give a fuck. They fucking catch fish all day to like for them to be open-minded enough to say my workforce only needs to come half the time, right? Like that's just, but that's the minority. It's not the majority. That's real. That's real. Um, so we'll, I mean, we'll see how, how that goes. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how things shake out in the next year, two years, as far as changes in the workforce and really how they're going to address this shortage on like retail and, Retailing like a in food service. I mean, I feel like they're gonna move a lot towards automation and shit. Nobody wants to talk about COVID flaring up again. Like, is that not an option? Like, why do people feel like COVID is gone? I don't want to talk about that right now. I I know that's <laughs> on the horizon, <laughs> but that's why I don't want to talk about it because people just act like, "Hey, good morning. Today is Tuesday. That shit is gone," and that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, that's the big part. I mean, but I think people feel like if they're vaccinated, even people who aren't vaccinated and don't plan on getting vaccinated, they feel like shit, this shit is over with. Now, we don't even yeah, know if I we got to get boosters. Like, we might have to do this shot shit all over again in fucking 120 days. For real? 120 days? That's soon. If COVID, they, didn't, they didn't know. If COVID, if COVID operates similar to the flu, you got to go and get the COVID shot every fucking year like a flu shot. You got to get a booster. But nobody knows. They're still we're, we're the guinea pigs. They're like, oh, oh the efficacy is still fucking holding on the people who got the shots five months ago. They're now at eighty something percent. You know what I'm saying? But that number doesn't stay at ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven percent. That shit goes down. So we don't I know what that. About taking a shot every year. We don't know what that looks like. Oh shit. I didn't know that part. I feel like the news changes every day, so I just stopped listening to updates on COVID because it's always something different. I heard there was like a new strain, a completely new strain out. It is. That's fucking niggas up. But it's a it it's a coronavirus, and that's what coronaviruses do. Like this shit is not measles. Coronaviruses have the ability to mutate, and they are likely to mutate. So what does that look like? How how many strands of the flu shot are they? So what happens when the COVID nineteen fucking variant or whatever has the same amount of strains as the flu shot? Jesus Christ! All right. So what? Do, how y'all niggas reacting to that? As far as sorry. Okay. Based on what we know, how do you react to everyone going back outside? Like, what's your? I mean, I know would you on vacation, but it seems like you were in a secluded area. So no, I was in Atlanta. You know, I saw the people. The people are definitely fucking outside. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't... It had to happen at some point in time. Like, it's unprecedented that the entire world was locked down for an entire fucking calendar year. Like, that's never happened anywhere in history. We'll just let people die, right? Bubonic plague, uh, what is it? Blue, red, red, whatever the fuck that shit was. Red plague, red, whatever the fuck it was. Just let them die. So, but we locked people down for a year, and here we are, 
and the people are outside. And when I went through that fucking Atlanta airport, that shit was popping. Everybody was having people in there from Detroit for some reason, but that <laughs> shit was still. fucking popping. And I'm talking people with like, they in line, they don't have their fucking masks on, they don't give a fuck. They hacking and coughing and spitting and doing whatever. The world is back open, folks. I don't know if that's going to be for the positive. I don't know if that's going to be for the negative. But we are still in the early stages of reopening. And motherfuckers is out. We just I, I, I follow the Black Tulum motherfuckers on Instagram, even though I'll never go. I like to look at the fun. The motherfuckers is out. Like, they're passing the champagne bottle. That their homeboy or homegirl just drank out of, and they're passing it to the next nigga, and he's drinking out of the same Bel Air fucking bottle. It's open. Oh, no, it's too open. We, we bite. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think niggas just want to, it's, it's going to be the roaring 20s. I think people don't <clears throat> lost their mind. It's definitely been an increase in crime. Like Atlanta's like speaking of Atlanta, like I hear crazy shit out of Atlanta every day at this point. Like niggas is robbing everywhere. Um, niggas getting killed everywhere. Like the murder rates increased. There was like I think last weekend there was there was seven mass mass murders. Are you laughing? Well, I mean, but right. how do you feel if you? It's, it's, it's not a joyous laugh. Come on now. But how do you feel if you've been a murderer and you ain't been able to murder for a whole year? Like they just like people that ain't been able to work and kick it. Like I ain't killed a nigga all year, nigga. It's like, they mad. The killers are gonna try to make up for, for like back kill, back killing though. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't. Back, I was wired. Back, back murders. Yeah. So, so this is how I feel about Chicago. Oh, uh, when the weather breaks, like niggas be like. Raring to like kill a nigga that they can't kill because it's too cold and there's ice on the on the goddamn interstate. So like, whenever it gets down to like fucking like, or gets up to like fucking forty degrees or fifty degrees and the weather breaks, like niggas in Chicago be like, oh yeah, it'd be time for me shoot niggas. I feel like that's how like the United States is right now. Like the weather finally broke for niggas and now it's like, all right, well let me get my shit off. Um. But the sad part is, is that it's young kids. Um, in New Orleans, it's like the ages of 13 and 15 that are doing all these fucking carjacking. And I know they're carjacking in Atlanta, they're carjacking in Chicago. Like, and it's just young kids, and it's getting younger and younger. And I've had a discussion with like, like some friends and people, like what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? And have we gotten to the point where like, the family structure has deteriorated to the point where it's like there's no more checks and balances when it comes to the children? So I know like growing up, if like mama didn't want to take care of the kids, then granny was going to take care of the kids. Grandma was going to make sure them kids were yeah. well behaved or straight. Or if it wasn't grandmama, grandmama dead, then it was going to be like aunties... Uh, uncles or somebody who's going to take care of them kids make sure they were straight but have we gotten to the point where it's like alright that's no longer the case so now it's just mama and the babies and mama in the streets shit gra- grandma in the streets on the streets right and like I don't care what y'all doing you know what I'm saying just you know, I, I don't give a fuck so it's like no more checks and balances which is sad. And um, 
it's to the point where it's like these young kids are fucking up to the point where it's about to fuck up everything that we built in the last 12 months. We all we out here yelling like defund the police, defund the police. Um, you know, we don't want that type of policing in our community. We can police ourselves, blah, 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 blah. But every city, crime is up. Um, I don't know about any city that has actually defunded the police. Minnesota been, did. Minneapolis right. did. So that's, and I, and that's why I said, I think maybe Minneapolis was like one city that actually defunded the police. But in most cities, it's just been a lot of like talk about it, defund the police, defund the police. Now there has been a shortage of police police officers in different cities. I know here in New Orleans is one, but I mean that's because like why would you want to be a police officer right now? You know what I'm saying? It's like what are the y'all not getting paid like you should, and it's a whole lot of bullshit that comes with it. So yeah, it's. We don't have enough police, but it's going to get to the point where it's like so much crime is going to go up so much and the media is going to run with it where it's going to be like, all right, y'all said defund the police, but now y'all are wishing that it was more police. So then when policing goes back to harassment, niggas ain't going to have the same fucking war cry. So whereas we're like defund the police, fuck 12, all this other shit, all this other shit. Yeah, when your grandmama getting carjacked and when, like, you know what I'm saying, niggas are breaking into your shit, and you're going to be like, all right, well, that's going to be on the news. Of course, they're going to run with that. Oh, yeah, y'all said, like, fuck the police. Um, but now where y'all at? Oh, we want more policing. Okay, so when the police come back, they're going to come back full force, and it's going to go back to stop and frisk and all this other bullshit. And black people gonna hold their tongue because it's like, uh, you know, we we said defund the police the first time and we saw what happened, so maybe the police are right. You know what I'm saying? And it's something's gotta give. It's you know, we, we have to figure something out. And you can't arrest your way out of um a a, a crime wave. You know what I'm saying? It's kinda like how you can't exercise your way out of a bad diet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't arrest your, your way out of it. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. Like, you're, you're, it's not fixing the actual problem. Um, so until we do that, I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but we, we have to figure something out about... We have to figure something out with our youth and this crime because... If we don't figure something out fast, we're about to go back to how it was when, you know, police was just out here throwing niggas up against the wall and shit. And it's going to be worse than ever. Shit cyclical, though. Like, it's like, remember when the crime bill came out? I mean, it was the same sort of situation where, like, shit got in haywire um, and and black folks in their communities were just scared more than anything else. So they're like, we'll we'll go along with the crime bill. We'll, we'll allow for higher sentencing and things like that, and and and, and disappropriate. What, what's it? Disproportionate. That's a thing. Disproportionate um, policing and jailing of black folks. Like they were fine with it because they said the crime was too bad, and it's gonna happen again. Like because the narrative allows for it. I mean, I think the media never gives us any sort of slack, so they're gonna be like, oh no, this shit's worse than ever. 
You know what I'm saying? So like you report, you hear that shit on the news every day. That shit's gonna compound and create the same sort of um, fervor to have niggas locked up more more than ever. And it's, it's, I mean, it's all gonna happen. It's a cycle. It is what it is. Like we can't really control. Like I feel like there's very little that we can get, do can control it because, like we said earlier, systemic racism is a thing. Like all this shit happens based on how the system is working. People are. Like, people ain't making money. The economy's fucked up. Niggas trying to get money any way they can. Motherfuckers, there's disproportionate levels of income between black folks and white folks. Like, in Atlanta, they are robbing everywhere. Like, the the spots that were sweet and, like, just for white folks, like in Midtown or wherever the fuck, them niggas getting robbed now, too. Everybody just moving to the suburbs. So it's like people right. hungry. And when you hungry, like, that's when crime happens. But I mean, but from my perspective, like the hunger is a little bit different, right? Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I knew niggas that used to like sell and shit, like back in the day. But them niggas like selling for like not just sweet shit, like putting shoes on their feet, but like they didn't have a job, and like they're like, I'm not going to work at Popeyes, and I need to like make some money to like help my moms out and shit like that, because my moms don't work for whatever reason. Like they were hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like, the drugs and shit and the crime is a way to supplement, like, life. But now it's not so much. A lot of these things are not supplementing life. They're supplementing a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm selling dope to, like, because I want a Gucci belt on my waist. You know what I'm saying? I'm selling dope because I look on Instagram and I see niggas out here fucking with she's a little like Drea. And I want to be so little like Drea, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different from I'm hungry. I'm hungry is survival, whereas niggas now, it's like, I just want the money, and I want the money fucking fast. You feel me? And it's like, I'm not about to go to college. I'm not about to go to school and become a fucking engineer and get the fucking money. I want the fucking bag, and I want the fucking bag now. Because now, all you hear is, get to the bag. I'm trying to get to the bag. Monday through Friday, get to the motherfucking bag. Whatever the fuck that means, but that's what everybody does. And it's like, I'm about to be a scammer. I'm about to fucking rob niggas. I'm about to sell drugs so I can get to this motherfucking back. And that's that's not really a black construct. That's capitalism. That's capital. I mean, white people deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the country that we live in. And we understand it. As Americans, you wake up and your life is dedicated to making this fucking money. And if you don't have it or you're in a bad situation, which black youth in inner cities and in the country and stuff like that are the only way for you to get to the money is to do some criminal activity. And that's what they do. Yeah, and and I was talk, just talking about how the black youth um, just black people in general have had to deal with like this type of systemic racism no other races had to deal with. Like, we have to deal with, like, a self-worth issue. And I was listening to uh, The Breakfast Club on the way to work maybe yesterday, and I kept saying self-worth, but it's self-dignity. So our whole lives, we've had to deal with, like, media putting us down and uh, our own music putting us down, just everything just putting us down. Whereas, we're to the fact where we're like, well, maybe we ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Coupled with now we have social media 
that if you already feel like you ain't shit and then you see two chains with four Lamborghini trucks, then I'm then I'm really a shit. And then like if you ain't got no money, you ain't shit. So it's like, yeah, I got food on my table. Going back to what Wood said, but it's like the lifestyle. I I, I don't have a Gucci belt. I need a Gucci belt. If I get a Gucci belt and I put it on Instagram, then I might feel like I'm worth a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm 15 with my homegirl trying to rob the fucking Apple store on the day that the fucking Apple store is closed. And now I'm, I'm, I fuck around and I don't know what the fuck to do. So I just shoot the security guard. So now I go from like, what would, what would have been a charge? Trespassing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. To, to attempted murder. You know what I'm saying? You see that shit all the time on First 48, but it's just like to the point where it's like, come on, man. And they only did it because they saw niggas robbing out of Linux before. It's it's just like a slip, cyc- cyclical fuck, cyclical thing. Like, it shit is just going to keep going around and around till we do something to stop it. And so I was thinking to myself, like, how the fuck do you stop this? How the fuck do you stop, like, these well, young motherfuckers with no type of like guidance in their life, and they care so much what everybody else thinks about them. At least with us, like, if you were broke, at least you could maybe laugh your way a, a Joan or talk about the next nigga your way out of a situation. Now niggas just say, "Oh man, you broke, and that's it. You there's no comeback from that." When you look at men, men have always done whatever they needed to do to get to the pussy, and that's whatever that that's getting the bag or whatever the fuck it is. Men are gonna do what they need to do to get to what the women want or what they think that women want. And what do you see from our ladies? I need. I can't fuck with a broke nigga. Broke niggas don't deserve pussy. You know what I'm saying? So on and so forth. And it's like. They set the bar for what these niggas got to get to in order to get the attention, uh, get with them, you know what I'm saying, get the ass, whatever the fuck it is. And that bar is above, let me just go get a good ass job with the post office. Because no woman is like a nigga who works for the post office with good ass fucking benefits, with his good ass salary, deserves the pussy. That's not what you're seeing on Instagram. The nigga who drives the fucking FedEx truck does not deserve the pussy. You know what I'm saying? The nigga who fucking works for the bank does not deserve the pussy. The nigga who like is a garbage truck driver who makes fucking ninety thousand dollars a fucking year does not deserve the pussy. Who deserves it? The nigga who has the Gucci belt. And it's fucked up because psychologically that's what we see in these niggas is out here robbing and stealing and shit because they like I got to deserve the pussy. I mean, that's essentially what niggas' lives are. That's essentially what we strive to be. If it wasn't for women, niggas would just, like, chill out and cook out all day. Honestly and truly. Niggas really wouldn't do a whole lot. Under a bridge, happily. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas are really low maintenance, but women actually give us something to strive to. And it's it's fucked up. You make a good point, but also, these women are willing to get, get all that once a nigga to get that shit, and they're willing to get it on their own through nefarious means like they're willing to break the law too <laughs> yeah they out here scamming too and that's what's fucked up because women have traditionally been the the moral compass, moral compass of the community yes, right. so it's like if you were a scammer they're like, I can't fuck with you you out here scamming niggas I don't fuck with that but if she's a scammer too she's like yeah nigga go ahead scam them niggas so now you got a scammer fucking family you got scammer niggas getting with scammer women having scammer kids and that's really not good they love the city girls. City girls said, said they steal, and one of them just got out of prison. They they about that life for real. Yeah, man. 
that shit just made me sad a little bit. All right. <laughs> All right, cool. So, um, speaking of scamming, this, this don't go together. So Atlanta, I'm thinking of scam. Never mind. Migos album. Jibber the Migos jabber. album, like jibber okay, jabber. so that shit. Oh, you didn't fuck with it. You did say it was jibber jabber. It's still I jibber fuck. jabber. It's always were, been jibber so jabber. That's a, that's how I know you didn't listen to the album. Like I think this is the clearest Migos ever sounded. Let's talk about the straightening. The, the straightening verse. What's the straightening hook? What's the straightening hook? Y'all said it earlier. What is it? Shit don't need straightening until the straightened. What the fuck is it? Hold on, that's it. Don't nothing need straight until it's straightened. Don't nothing need straight until it's straightened. Like that no, is not, not it either. Hold on. It's something That's very close. it's something very stupid like that. No, I think I understood what he was trying to say. Don't know nothing. It says Don't nothing get straightening but straightening. That's dumb. No, wait, that that, that That's doesn't make dumb. sense. That's stupid. I, I, I take it back. That's stupid. But that wasn't really my favorite. I like Avalanche personally because they like Flip Papa was a Rolling Stone. I just really thought that was a good flip of the song. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the album though. I don't know if it's because like outside starting to open and niggas is like kicking it again for real, but this is some good like in the club music. Like, you know, early vibes, get you a drink. That's the music part of it. That's the niggas in the studio part of it. The Migos are jibber jab. Nothing so, straightened until it's straightened. What the fuck? I- I agree with Wood on this. Like, I'm I'm not a Beagles fan. Like, I don't I don't fuck with like three niggas rapping over each other, right? Um Especially when I don't understand what they say. Which is sometimes fine because that's how I was with future until I lift, listened to enough future where the fucking uh Sky opened up and I realized everything that he was saying because I listened to him so much. I don't have that same motivation with the Migos. I, um, even though they they rap uh, in a style that was patented over um, patented by like Triple uh, Six Mafia, you know, rhyming in triplets, so you have that same cadence like. Uh, I don't know. Like all of my life, I've been looking for something, in, you know, what I'm saying like that, which you know, I grew up on. Um, it's just when they do it, it might be the beat that they do it on. I feel like maybe Three Six used to do it on a slower beat, so it sounded cooler. But I can't, I can, I can't get with that plus the ad libs on the beat. But I like the musicianship, like the actual beats behind it. That shit, a lot of that shit's riding, but. Migos is in my my shit, man. I I don't really fuck with it, bro. Jibba jabba. Jibba I'm kind of surprised you said that. Damn. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't fuck. Yeah, I don't fuck with Migos. I realize you didn't fuck with Outkast either. That messed with me a little bit. Too. I do. What do you mean, nigga? No, Boy, hey, niggas you, don't you know read. But I, 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 I saw, like, I saw what you I posted. I read that shit like four times. It was like an uh, artist that you like, but the song that you no, don't no, no, your no, favorite, your said, favorite artist. It says the song your you don't like. Uh, <laughs> Post your favorite a song from your favorite artist that you don't like. Yeah, that's what I just said. I just said it a different way. No, right? No, no, no. I'm saying, but you like the third person was like, you don't fuck with Outkast. Oh, no, I had it because I was Wait. like, yeah. like yeah. I had already typed you a message and I was like, you don't fuck with Outkast. And then something made I like caught something on the second read that I didn't get. Yeah, read that's it. Just... It's a song by your favorite artist that you don't like. 
So it's just oh, favorite artist. Yeah. He's like, it's a song by artists that you don't like. Right. So right. when I saw what you posted, I was like, hold on, you fuck with Drake? But then I was like, oh, no, you love Rick Ross, but you don't fuck with the song because Drake is on it. So maybe you didn't do it right. Damn. I, I posted it because it's my favorite Drake song. Yeah, it's like an artist yeah, exactly. Drake. And it's funny because y'all stories was back to back. So that confused me too. The reach so out really is chef fault. The reach out is hilarious. Like a nigga don't like outcast, you gotta reach out to this nigga. Hey man, like you don't you don't like outcast? Oh, and that's <laughs> friend, who, friendship knows, in jeopardy. Who knows me? <laughs> like if that's why, like, who knows that's me why it's like me. I don't fuck with outcast. Like nigga. Outcast though, like everybody likes outcast. So I think then if anybody said they didn't like outcast, people would Ask questions. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, surely there's a nigga from New York. There's probably a group, a bunch of niggas from New York. There's some niggas that don't like outcast for sure, but for the most part, niggas. but like if you follow my stories, like two days ago, it was like post like your favorite artist, and it was literally like Andre 3000 rapping something. But it's all right. I know niggas don't read. No, we can't remember. <laughs> and and niggas be gay. Shout out to yeah. the Pride Month. I don't know if we I don't know if we pied it during Pride Month, but like niggas do be gay. And so shout out to y'all. That has nothing to, that has nothing to do with anything else. But I just remember it was Pride niggas Month. Niggas do be gay. Turn up the t shirts. No, man, your girl, the 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 little chick from like uh like he got money. Like when they were at the uh movie theater and they was ordering popcorn, this little short yeah. short chick that was on like the black Girl sketch show who I still don't understand how they got another season because that, that shit ain't funny ain't at all. Um, but no, that was something that she said one time, and that it just became like a pride meme. So every year during Pride Month, they show that screenshot and it just be like niggas be gay, and niggas do be gay. So shout out to all the gay niggas, niggas be gay as fuck. that listen to this, and the kind of gay niggas that's just kind of gay sometimes. Yeah, and shout out to niggas who don't want to own their shit. Don't shout out to them niggas. Own your shit. Be gay. Just be gay. No, no. I'm just, you know, I want them to be true themselves, but I'm also giving them a shout out. Like, I like when we post stuff in the group and, and the niggas who be questionable, like, get loud. So, shout but out to the thing y'all, about man. it is, like, you can ask, like, ask, what is it? No, it's not cisgender. Heterosexual men. That's it. That's That's it. You're right. But, uh, okay. So, ask it, 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 It's confusing because it sounds like cis should be like. About a girl, like cis. Right. But no, cis means like you recognize as like straight. Let's go ahead. But if you poll most heterosexual men and ask them how many times are they surprised when a dude comes out as gay, how often are they surprised that that person is gay? The number would be very low. Most people know that those motherfuckers is gay before they come out and say that they was gay. It was like, I mean, okay, motherfuckers knew you was gay. Listen, my homeboy, my homeboy told me he was gay, uh, and then the nigga was like, "Hey man, anybody that you think is gay, like you're for real thing, like they may be gay." He'd be like, "Man, they gay." <laughs> that's the rule. That's no, that's what I think it's saying. Really? No, he's like, man, all the motherfuckers, he'd be like, is that nigga gay? He'd be like, no, they gay. I'd be like, all right, all right, good to know. That's <laughs> that's a rule of thumb, okay? Yeah, I remember my homegirl um, from high school. Like she, she was she was gay then. 
she was my date to prom. She, I mean, she was still nasty a little bit, so she was cool. But she was definitely gay. So I remember um, she was in Did Orlando. Did you have sex with her at prom? No, we ain't gonna get into all, all that. But um, it was the bubble she was, she was But anyway, maybe you pushed her over. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. It's happened. But anyway, so what happened was um, she was in Orlando um, at one point, and she was like, "Yo, I'm in town. Um, you want to have some drinks or something?" I was like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I haven't seen you in years. That's, we could do that. And she's like, "Well, you know, I'm gay, chef." And I was like, "Girl." I, I know you've been gay since like we was in third grade. Yeah. Like, shut up. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because she like she went full man. stud now. She still was trying to be girly back in the day, but I'm like, nah, she's like a full, full blown stud. I was like, nah, you like a nigga, nigga for real. Like, not even a sexy stud. I'm straight. Like, it's all good. Well, you'd love you some studs though. But like a sexy one. She she ain't that. Like, she, she was like a boy. What is Coy- <laughs> like, well, what is Coily Ray considered? Well, she... Who's that? She's a uh, a skinny Atlanta female rapper. How you spell her name? Because now, now I gotta see. C O. She has like. Oh, you know that. You know that song. like he pulled up with the like they make like noises. I hell don't know them songs. You know that if you have social media, you know the songs. How do you spell Coily Ray, though? C-O-I-L-E-R-A-E or A-Y? Oh, there it is. I see it. She can't write on up. Oh, let me see. When I tell you, like... Is she supposed to be a stud? No. It's funny because she's like a tomboy, but she got... She's just a tomboy. She ain't... No, but it gets weirder because she's a tomboy that got with a nigga who looks like a chick Who's trying to be a nigga? Like, yeah, she looked like she got with a stud. Like, if yeah. you look at that nigga's mannerisms, you can't tell me that ain't a stud. Right. I ain't gonna front. I never heard this song in my life. So go look I'm getting, up. I'm getting to that age, I so, guess. So, so chef, go look up the nigga Brescia, 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 B R E S S A, I think, or something. Bres. That's a. Breast chicken came up, so no, I know it's not him. It ain't chicken breast. <laughs> shout, shout out, shout out to my homeboy Lil D fan of the show. It's like his dream chick. She weighed like ninety four pounds. No, I mean she cute. I mean if you like petite chicks, I mean she cute or whatever. I'm not hey, tripping man, on D, that. If you listen, man, hit me up, dog. But like the whole like, like she gave for messing with this nigga who looks like a chick that's trying to be a nigga like that. That's weird. That's way too many levels of inception of LGBTQIA. But that's the vibe now. That's what niggas like. Niggas like niggas like chicks who look like I I don't no, it's too many levels. Because she looked like a girl. Like, but if I haven't I have to see this nigga you're talking about, but she looks like a girl. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will show you the nigga that I'm talking hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because when you see it, you're gonna be like, I don't now I'm confused. So do you like this nigga because he looks like Talk I've seen some yourselves. shit like that on TLC. Talk TLC nasty, by the way. You nasty for watching all them TLC shows. I watch a whole lot of TLC I shows. Know. Why he's looking, why don't you name I'll, some I'll, of the shows I'll, that I'll, you watch? I'm posting it in the chat. It's in the chat, Chef. Check the Instagram in the chat. Alright. This Chef, is a watch. This is a nigga. I watch Sister Wives. This you is a nigga. Sister Wives, my 600-pound life. I do. Wait, that's a, that's a nigga? Yes, that's a nigga. 
Oh boy, this is weird. She he, this nigga looks like a girl. That looks like right. a nigga. Right. 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 Hence the confusion. Oh man, this nigga hair is like the way he wears hair and shit. Hey, but you know, we say it's positive, man. So We know. are, man. This 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 nigga's a little bit too cute, man. He put on makeup. <laughs> what, are you talking about her or him? No, nah, this nigga, he like a he like a girl. Like what the fuck? These niggas is weird, but she looks like a woman. I'm, I'm not gonna fault him for fucking with her, but I am gonna fault her for fucking with him. But you like chicks that look like dude? Like, I don't understand. Like, no, but this not, girl, she looks like a lot girl. of uh, hypocrisy going on with you in this situation. Like this no, nigga no, I, looks I, like I still like women. This nigga looks like the offspring of MC Light. And she likes men. He's a man. Yeah, but, but she likes like men that she likes men that look like women who are trying to be men. Yeah, man, that's exactly. Maybe like just, a, maybe he just is something special, you know. what I'm saying that she, you know, uh, maybe he's gay. Just, no, because even the way he poses, he don't even try to like po- give off nigga energy. He like, looks like, like, like a stud. He looked like your auntie that played basketball in college. Like that's like this, right. Like, like she's twerking for him. I'm like, I can't tell if you if he really likes it because I think he's a gay man. <laughs> what the fuck? It's confusing, <laughs> that's man. Not, that's not up to you, man. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy. They happy though. But you, got, but you ain't got to take our word for it. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the With All Due Respects. With all due respect, um, like I said earlier, I was I wanted to share an event for folks that live in the Central Florida area, North Florida, South Florida. Um, come to Orlando this weekend. Um, I'm in a group called This Ain't That, and we're doing a uh, basically an event for Juneteenth called Black Wall Street, the Juneteenth Remix. Um, Wall Street is a district in Orlando, um, but in the central business district, there's a string of bars. So we're basically doing a bar crawl. We're doing um, a black open air black vendor market um, with 40, well, actually we're at 50 now, 50 black businesses. Um, they'll be selling their wares. Um, there's going to be music in each diff- different black music in each bar. Um, it's just fun. It's a celebration. Like we we don't know how to celebrate Juneteenth or interpret it. We know it's a black holiday, so I mean, you can interpret black the way the way that you know makes you happiest. Some people want to do poems, some people want to go to church. We're gonna party. So come through if you're in Central Florida. Um it's gonna be in um the Wall Street um bar district and we're taking over five different bars. It's gonna be from uh what four to four to nine PM. So come through. It's gonna be fun. With all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, uh, I know Chef brought up um, High on the Hog. It's a Netflix special. I think it might have maybe five episodes, five or six episodes. And it just takes you through the journey of uh, black people um, starting from being enslaved uh, to pretty much where we are now. Um and how food was a part of our journey. Um, 
a lot of things that we eat today are because of um, what we brought over from Africa, i.e. okra, gumbo, stews, um, yams, the difference between yams and sweet potatoes, just a, a, a whole lot of information. Um, I'm really into food and I'm really into like uh, black people in our history. So um, I was really into it. I think that if you have time, or even if you don't have time, make out some time. They talk about, uh, it's actually a part where they talk about uh, Texas and um, Juneteenth in that uh, in that respect. So, you know, if you're celebrating Juneteenth and you have some time, it's really cool and you'll learn a lot. Um, macaroni and cheese, as much as we eat it in the black community, I didn't know that it came uh, from a black chef that trained in France. And he brought that over here and cooked for uh, George Washington. You hear about all those stories and just how, you know, um, how rice and just different things are just a part of our history. And just shit that we do every day and things that we eat every day that we don't even realize uh, are part of uh, our history. So, Again, that's High on the Hog on Netflix. Uh, it's awesome with all due respect. With all due respect, um, Father's Day is coming up uh, by probably by the next time. Not probably. The next time you hear from us, Father's Day will be passed. Um, but I want all the fathers out there to take this weekend to think about your family, reflect, and just you know double back on what it means to be a father. I was... I was in my room, not my room, in the living room, and we have like the, the the mixed tiles or whatever, like the little pictures you can stick up on the wall. Uh, in our living room, we have a bunch of them. And my daughter asked me, she looked at a particular picture of her, my wife, and my son. And she was like, well, Daddy, where are you? And I'm like, well, I took the picture. And she was like, oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't really wasn't anything deeper than that, but... That is an allegory for what a father is. A lot of times we're the ones who make the picture happen. We, if, if we didn't take the picture, there would be no picture. But the picture that we take accentuates our wives. It accentuates our children. You know what I'm saying? When you go and you see the picture, everything that lights up, everything that looks great is like, oh, that's a beautiful picture. It's because of the people that are in the picture that is, makes it such a beautiful image. But it's always the dad or a lot of times it's the dad who's taking that picture, right? And take this Father's Day just to appreciate the fact that you are building the pictures, right? It is a silent service. It is a selfless service. It is a humbling uh, position to be a dad. It's a position to be a father, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get the accolades. You're not going to get the love. You're not going to get the praise. That's what the mothers, that's what the mothers get, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the gig, and that's what we signed up for. Every father should know what they signed up for. You are not the pretty flower. You are the rock. You are the pebble to hold things down. Let's take the picture and make sure that they're, um, the wives and the kids are accentuated and they're the ones that get the praise and the glory. At the end of the day, we know, we appreciate each other. We Men love each other and fathers love each other and know the role that we play in our family's lives. And I want you during this Father's Day not to get caught up on the Facebook memes and the messenger groups and all of these things that say men ain't shit and you got the women that say, I'm a single mother. 
Don't get caught up in that, man, because that's just shit to distract you and ruin the one day that we do have throughout the year that's going to honor you. Take your time this Sunday or whatever it is. Uh, do whatever you got to do for your mental health. Get your feet done. Take your time. Smoke your cigar. Get on the golf course because you deserve that. And nobody can take that away from you. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much they try, you know, if you got a baby mama, you got an ex-wife, whatever the fuck it is, they're going to try to take that from you. Don't let them. Because at the end of the day, you're a rock. And that's what you're supposed to be for your family. And you can't let shit distract you or deter you. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. With all due respect. With all due respect. Um, like, it's been touched on a few times. Proverbial outside is open. But I just uh, kind of want to encourage everybody to still remain vigilant. <clears throat> um, although, you know, some people have been following protocols at various points. Um, you know, you've been wearing your mask diligently. You may have gotten a vaccine, what have you. And, you know, the general rule of thumb, the guidance that's been passed down is like uh, vaccinated people do this. If you haven't been vaccinated, do that. Yada, yada, yada. Everything is on the um, honor system. I don't think they're out here checking people with vaccination cards. But with that being said, yeah, some people that are um, defiant and just kind of going to do what they want to do. So you can't rely necessarily on everybody to be on the up and up. A very high profile case kind of broke today. Chris Paul from the um, Phoenix Suns uh, is out indefinitely due to like the COVID protocol. I don't know if he was exposed to what I'm, I'm not sure what happened to him, but, you know, basically COVID is still out here. So. Don't get caught up in the feel good and the hoopla and the hype and it's like, oh, we hanging out and whatever and like lose sight of what's going on. Like still just remain vigilant. Um, at this point, I don't think it'll probably ever be fully eradicated, but use your best judgment, be smart, um, and just, you know, do the best you can. Don't just take anything for granted at this point. Don't don't let up and get caught slipping. Without due respect. 